Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. From the hills of northeast Mississippi to the fertile alluvian soil of the Mississippi Delta and on down to right here on, in coastal Mississippi and all points in between, welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, the new Super Talk Outdoors. I'm your host, Ricky Matthews. Like so many of you, I grew up hunting and fishing with my dad and my grandfathers. Uh, I think so many Mississippians tell a similar story. I've often said about the outdoors that it saved me. Uh, I bet you have that same story to tell as well. It kept me out of trouble as a young guy, and uh, it keeps me pretty clear-headed and more focused as an adult. You know, I arrived at a place in my life where I really understand what what, uh, naturalist John Muir said when he said, into the forest I go to lose my mind and find my soul. Uh, I retired from the from the media business back in 2016, and then started a show called uh, Coast View on Super Talk Gulf Coast, where we celebrate the men and women who are working so hard to make coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. So when I was approached about the opportunity to do a show called Out uh, at Super Talk Outdoors on, on every Monday at noon, I was super excited about the opportunity. You know, as I mentioned, I fished uh, the backwaters and offshore waters of coastal Mississippi and hunted all over this great state my entire life. I now have hunting ground and kind of a, a family hunting club called Delta Bluffs in the Mississippi Delta. Right now, I'm actually in my studio on Biloxi's beautiful back bay. Um, I love it here and I love it there. What a great state we live in. But to be honest with you, the one thing that really motivated me to be successful in my career as a publisher and a media executive was fishing and hunting. I mean, let's face it, it costs money to own boats. And I wanted hunting ground. I wanted hunting ground really bad because I wanted to be able to share the outdoors in this great state with my family. I believe deep in my soul that that a family that enjoys the outdoors together stays together. So I often say that enjoying the outdoors is the one thing in Mississippi that sort of transcends political beliefs. It's the thing that connects us. So instead of tearing us apart, which is too often the case these days, outdoor recreation actually brings us together. It often defines us as Mississippians. It's the magnet that keeps us here. It certainly has kept me here and it attracts our visitors here. You know, along the way, you know, you can talk to people like uh, Craig Ray, for example, from Visit Mississippi. He'll tell you quickly how valuable the outdoors is uh, in Mississippi. He'll also tell you that we have a one-of-a-kind sense of place here. In short, the outdoors in Mississippi is our most important asset. So we're going to celebrate all of that here on Super Talk Outdoors. We're going to talk to a wide variety of interesting people who have incredible stories to tell. I want to I want to lastly say this that, that I really want to thank the title sponsor for Super Talk Outdoors, the the Foundation, capital T, the Foundation. They're the only foundation that directly supports the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. You know, through their financial support, we're able to have more 
wildlife and educational projects that are associated with the department. And uh, that's extremely important. The foundation is also focused on the important issues that protect Mississippi's outdoors heritage. So uh, I can't thank them enough. I appreciate Executive Director Don Brazil and Board Chairman John Taylor and all their incredible volunteer board. I really value our partnership on this journey together as we get start as we go uh, forward. So let's get started. Uh, I got I've got two terrific guests today. Primo's Hunting is an international brand for hunters. They make game calls and other outdoor products. In fact, the brand promise for Primo's Hunting to speak the language. I'm thrilled today to have two of Mississippi's most important outdoors ambassadors, and you'll understand more about why I say that in a second. They're also stars of what I call the first true reality TV stories, Primo's Truth About Hunting. Um, welcome to the first edition of Super Talk Outdoors, Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey. good morning. It's good to see you guys. You know, I'm, uh, I'm really excited, and I couldn't pick two better guests to have on this first show. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you having us on. It's, it's, it's always fun to see something new starting up, especially that has a, such a positive impact on the outdoors that we all love. And that, that the song that y'all have put together for, for this show, it's, it's quite fitting. That's, it. That's very interesting. Yeah, well, Steve Azar, I got to thank my friend Steve Azar, who is a recording artist from Greenville. He's a music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi. He was commissioned by Governor Phil Bryant to write a song about Mississippi, and the song is One Mississippi. So I'm, I'm privileged and honored to have that as the theme song for this show. Because, you know, like I said a minute ago, Brad, the opportunity for us to you know, be one Mississippi when we're, we're in the outdoors together, I can't, I can't say that enough, can I? Yeah, I mean, you really can't. And, and you know, and I've I've been so fortunate to spend so much time with all the Primos crew, Primos family, as we call them, Jimmy and Will, and and all the guys that you know are there now that make all of it possible. But just like yesterday, I was at at my wife and I's place, and I mean, just to walk around for an hour and just get away from, you know reality was special and, and and you can do that it don't matter what part of mississippi you're in whether you're on the water or you're in the woods or whatever it's 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 a great time to just to get away and and breathe you know what what i found is that you know as i mentioned at the beginning of the show a lot of us learned it from our our dads and grandfathers but i have friends who didn't learn it from their fathers but they learn it from us and right. once they get out there and they start to to appreciate it for what it is uh, they get hooked so, you know, Jimmy, you've, uh, you've, you've led a wonderful life of enjoying the outdoors. What does it mean to you? Oh, it, uh, it means a lot to me, still does. Uh, of course, we grew up hunting, fishing, and all that sort of thing. But uh, as, as Will and I built Primo's hunting up, uh, there were many times that, uh, you know, it was very stressful. We had over 150 employees, just a lot of stuff going on. And... Um, my, the, I think the thing that saved me more than anything was my time in a tree stand, just getting away from the office, getting up there, just being quiet, not necessarily having to worry about shooting anything, just having some quiet time, some prayer time, and uh, you know, keep it keep me, it kept me focused. Well, as I said at the beginning of the show, and I, I quote him all the, all the time because I think that's that. Uh, quote by John Muir is so powerful. Into the forest I go to lose my mind and find my soul. But that's what you're saying. I mean, the opportunity to sort of get centered again, 
and lose all the clutter of life for a second and really understand and appreciate what Mother Nature has brought to us and what God has brought to us, it is an opportunity to find your soul, isn't it, Jimmy? It certainly is. Brad, you're shaking your head, Jeff. It hits you, doesn't it? It, 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 no, no doubt it does. And, um, and and as I've gotten older, you know, there was many years went by that I never noticed a magnolia tree or uh, a swamp chestnut oak. You know, you just overlook those things. And, and as I've gotten older, now I slow down and appreciate those way more than I, I appreciated them then, but that wasn't my focus. My focus was finding turkey tracks or deer tracks or whatever. <laughs> and now it's just like, I probably miss a lot of good stuff because I'm admiring nature and, and you know the creation more than I than I am worried about where to find a deer or a turkey. Well, you know, as we get older, we come, become more wise, you know, and certainly in the outdoors, you get wiser. And I, what I have found, and Jimmy, you probably can relate to this really well, but the older we get, the more we want to live in the moment and live in the moment and don't not try to worry too much about yesterday and not try to worry too much about tomorrow, but just take it in. Just like Brad was saying, you, you just notice more, don't you? You do. And, and, you know, Brad and I were talking before we started, time goes by so fast. It really does. You know, you, it, 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 it's like in a blink of an eye, you, 30 years or something like that. So just being able to enjoy where you are at the moment and, and see the beauty, especially in nature, is, uh, is, is really important. And the older you get, the more, the more you do appreciate that. That is for sure. You know, enjoying the outdoors. And you know what? The, the older we get, the more we enjoy it. I mean, we take in the moment. We, we take in the moment. I can't say that better. You know, Shakespeare once said that the earth has music for those who listen. And maybe we listen a little more closely as we get older. And, uh, you know, I could follow back on that same quote from John Muir that into the forest we go to lose my mind and find my soul. Uh, I think the more the older we get, the more we, you know, have a maybe a greater appreciation for God's creation and those people who are around us. I know at our place up in the Delta, when we're together, um, there's no better moment. You know, my, the time with my sons, the time with my grandson, the, the time with my friends. We all have this great opportunity to uh, to enjoy each other, and to and to really appreciate the moment, and not worry too much about yesterday, and not to worry, worry too much about tomorrow, but just just take it all in. Hey, listen, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris. I want to you know, want to explore what it's like to be an ambassador for the state of Mississippi as they sort of journey outside the state of Mississippi. Um, want to talk a little bit more actually about the relationship between themselves and their cameramen, which is very unique. The authenticity, the, the ethical approach that they take, they don't stage their hunts. And, uh, and then with the last segment, I actually want to get into what are they doing these days? They both have their own businesses and they've been very successful. We're going to, we're going to cover the waterfront. We'll see you when we get back from this break. the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Hey, on a future show, I want you to get to know my producer, Cal Curley. He's an amazing guy, works in IT and operations. You've heard his voice before. He does the music in the Superdome during the Saints games. But we'll get an opportunity to get to know Kyle better as we uh, as we continue on with uh, Super Talk Outdoors. We're, we're privileged today to have Jimmy Primos and uh, Brad Ferris from Primos Hunting. And listen, guys, I had this opportunity to visit with Will Primos recently on my show, Coast View. And uh, Jimmy, as you know, your family's had this great history of uh, enjoying Back Bay Biloxi, which is where I'm doing the show from. And we visited about his Coast Connection, et cetera. But when we started to talk about the business, I wanted to pull that segment of the show and play it for you guys. And then, uh, Jimmy, when you when we get done with this segment, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, and we'll talk a little, little bit about the early days and maybe some of the big memories along the way. So here's Will Primos talking about Primos hunting. I know you have. I know you have. So let's let's talk about. So when did it occur to you that the game call? your obsession with getting it right because over the years your competitive advantage <clears throat> has been that you understand this nuance between the call and the animal that you're trying to call and you sort of mastered that so how did you get to that point well i, I think you have to back up and realize that um i was raised in a family of restaurateurs we had a very strong work ethic everybody worked and you worked hard and you worked long. So that was instilled into me no matter what I did. So I really think, I started making game calls for my friend Buck Deerman. Buck's gone to his reward. He'd be in his 90s now if he was still living. Wonderful guy. He encouraged me. He said, Will, I got this mouth call. They'd only last me a couple of days. I think you, you can build me a mouth call. And I went, do what? That's what started it in the early 70s. And so I started shaping and doing and learning and doing and for long i had perfected this call and buck dearman loved it and then all his friends wanted him. one thing led to another and so finally uh, I, I had a dealer a hunting whitaker here in jackson selling some of my calls um and, and one thing led to another and a, a guy came down here from pennsylvania used one of my calls went back pennsylvania told a store up there they called me they were selling my calls and then I went to a show. I got off from the, I was in the restaurant business. I got off and went to a show and I'd made about a thousand calls. I sold them all. I left that show with, with close to $10,000. And I was going, holy moly, I might be able to get out of the restaurant business if I keep this up. <laughs> so that was one of the motivations. Because uh, I wanted to spend more time in the woods. So, you know, I am so blessed, blessed from the very, very beginning of life to have had my mother and my father as my parents. Daddy's 96, mama's 94. We just spent Mother's Day, Father's Day with them, and Mother's Day just not too long ago. In incredible, incredible people to have devoted their lives to giving me opportunity. And how many times did my daddy say, Will, you can do anything you want to do. Set your mind to it. And I was held to a higher standard by my all my family. And, you know, I, I, after I, a while, 1988, I uh, started the company in 76, but in 88, I said, okay, I'm going for it. And I sold my stock in the restaurants back to the family and, and set out and never looked back. And I had, the, the only thing that made that possible is my wife. Because it wouldn't have been for Mary and had, supporting me and, and encouraging me, encouragement is a huge, it's not used enough because every in life, all of us need encouragers. 
and uh, she encouraged me and um, we set about to go do it and uh, we did it you know it, it was a long hard but I'm gonna tell you this too people like Jimmy Primos who came to work for me my cousin five years older than me Lorena Light my assistant for 30 years and I could go on and on and on and, and name the guys who ran the TV and video department they are incredible Brad Ferris, Troy Ruiz, uh, Lake Pickle, Jordan Blissett. The the list goes on and on. Guys from the past, Ron Jolly, uh, Kevin Meacham, Chuck Jones. There's so many of them that took that banner because they believed in what we were trying to do. So uh, there's Will in his own words talking about sort of the early days. But, you know, Jimmy, hearing him tell that story, one of the things he said to me early in that conversation was, there were, and you pointed this out at the beginning of the show, there's a lot of things you didn't really want to have to do. Building a company is not easy. But he said, I had to do the things I didn't want to do in, or, in order to be able to do the things I wanted to do. But you relate to all that, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially in those early days. I mean, we were, we started, we were Primo's Yelpers then. And uh, we were operating out of a little workshop in the back of Will's house, right off his garage. And uh, you had to be motivated to, we only had one product and it was turkey. And we would build turkey calls all year long to sell in about a three month period. And hope we made enough money to pay all the bills for the marketing and advertising and travel. It, uh, it it took a lot. You had you had to stay motivated. You had to believe what you were doing was uh, going to lead to something. We didn't know what, but uh, we had to believe that. But up to up to that point, you'd had a lot of preparation in life. You went to Ole Miss. You were a Marine Corps officer in Vietnam. You worked in uh, New York for a period of time. Uh, it's interesting. You sort of came full circle, didn't you? I did. I did. And. and- uh, I think uh, the good Lord was leading me down a path. I didn't know what it was. I just had to had to trust him and uh, see where he was leading me. And uh, I remember the day Will came to me. He said, Jimmy, he said, I got this little game call company. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I think we can uh, it can be something one day. Uh, I'd like you to come uh, help me with it. And um, so, you know, that was a. That was a big step on my part, but uh, I just felt like that's where I was being led. And uh, so I said, well, I said, uh, I'll, 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 give it a, I'll give it a shot and do the best we can. And Will, you know, a lot of times family doesn't work real well together, um, but Will and I uh, had such a relationship. Uh, we grew up together, we were very close, but we also had a business relationship. And um, and it, it worked out well, and uh, we 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 uh, we kept each other motivated because it so wasn't all it wasn't all you know roses every day. It was you it's know at our trials. It's tough being an entrepreneur, and and Brad, you hear the story and their determination to create this business that in so many ways defines hunting in Mississippi and really across the, the country. When you hear that story and see how you sort of connected to it and it ultimately sort of defined your future, you know, you hear that story. What 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 comes to mind for you? You know, when I think back to when I was just a young kid going on a family vacation to 
you know, Florida, I think it was uh, Fort Walton Beach. And there was two things I always told my parents I wanted to do. I mean, this is at a young, young age, sitting on that beach, watching those fighter jets go by. And I said, I want to either fly one of those jets or I want to hunt for a living. Of course, you know, my mom never did discourage me from anything, but, you know, she just told me to work hard and, and, and respect others. Um, and so fast forward and got out of high school, didn't go to college and had the opportunity to work at an archery shop in uh, Ridgeland, Mississippi called Indian Archery <clears throat> is where I first met Will. And he would come in there. Jimmy, Jimmy's going to laugh about this because Jimmy knows it's probably better than anybody. Or, well, and his wife, Miss Mary. But he'd come in there and he is such a perfectionist that he had to have two bows. And I mean, they had to be set up identical or it wouldn't work for him. So when I mean, you're talking five or six hour deal, Will, you know, we got to be buddies because I was pretty picky about how I did stuff too. I just didn't throw something together and he recognized that. And I said, Will, I can't do this during the week, help you like this. He, he looked at me funny. I said, can you come in here after church on Sunday and there'll be nobody here but you and I? I said, because there'd be people standing out the door while I work on his stuff for three or four hours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, when I say a perfectionist, Jimmy, is he not, I mean, a perfectionist? Oh, I, I time for it. I mean, absolutely. And um, but anyway, that's how I met Will, and, and that's, that was 1987, and then I started working with Will and Jimmy full-time in 1990, um, 1997, and filmed my first Primo's video of Will at, on the Mississippi River in 1990. So it's been, you think back about those years, you're like, man, that's been a long time. Me and my daughter's just to be 24, and and. and I mean, there was a lot of ups and highs and lows as, as we went through the years with Primos, like Jimmy said. But, man, if you think back on it, we were we were blessed beyond we could even imagine then. But we thought it was hard. You look back on it, it was it was a special journey that we have got to enjoy, no doubt. Well, the Primos TV show, like I said, it's, a, it's an opportunity for the rest of us to sort of look in on your camp life, you know, your, your preparation the way you enjoy the camaraderie of being together, the way you give thanks to God for so much of what you experienced, in fact, all of what you experienced, the brotherhood you've created. <clears throat> when we come back, we'll talk a little bit, little bit more about what I refer to as one of the first true reality TV shows and why it was important that there be truth about it, that there, these weren't staged hunts and all this other stuff. It was really something that represented the ethics of hunting so extraordinarily well and has for so many years. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football, a Gulf Coast sunset and a Delta dawn. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I'm so privileged today to have Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris joining us today. You know, Jimmy, let's come back to you for a second. You know, you heard me talk about you guys as ambassadors for the state really around the world because that, that your show is really accessible from, from, from you know, anyone, no matter where they live in the world. When did it hit you? I would say on your travels to an airport or maybe being in some far-flung place, when did it hit you that you were having an impact and people recognized you? Talk to me about that. Oh, Lord. Uh, 
it, um, it, 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 it happens all the time when people, you know, going through an airport um, somewhere in New Mexico or, or uh, Nebraska, or even at the Kroger here in uh, Madison, Mississippi, people would come up to you. Um, I saw you the other night on the show. I love what you're doing. Um, uh, how'd that come out? What, you know, all that just, you know, people that, that you never met and um, coming up and recognizing who you were and, and, and what you do. Um, it, um, it, it, um, it, it impressed my wife. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Um, but I felt like it was, uh, you know, an obligation on my part to uh, to uh, meet these people, talk to these people, uh, and uh, and get to know a little bit about them also when I, when I had the time. So yeah, for sure, Brad. Same question. I mean, when did it hit you that wow, this is a little bit more than Mississippi? You know, like Jimmy said, whether you had a show and and none of us. I think we're we're all very humble and it's almost, I don't want to say embarrassing because I'm very appreciative of it, but it is kind of, I'm still not used to it today. When you go to a show and you have people line up, you know, be a hundred people lined up to take a picture. And I'm thinking, I mean, you know, I don't look at myself that way. Neither does Jimmy or Will. We just, we were always about the experience, making the experience better, teaching people how to take a Primo's product and make their time in the outdoors special. You know, it wasn't, I mean, we, we killed some very nice animals over the years, but it wasn't about the trophy. It was about the, the trophy to us was the experience that we could teach people to learn by. And today I still get letters and, and people say, you know, I grew up watching you guys. Thank you for helping me understand and appreciate the outdoors. Now that's, I mean, I got chill bumps telling you that because that's the trophy to me. Uh, that, that's a great trophy to have, actually. What, what I love about what the show has done, when, when this name, the truth about hunting, this whole notion of cert, you know, certainly ethical hunting, the whole notion of teaching people about conservation and why that's important and the role that hunters play in conservation, the authenticity behind it, not having staged hunts. Um, you feel, Jimmy, you feel the burden in a way. I, I say that as a former publisher because you know, I knew that when I took a position about something, sometimes people were not going to be in, you know, happy with me about that position. But if I believed it in my heart and heart, a heart of hearts, that it was the right thing to do, I could stand behind it. But it, that also kind of made me a target. So I had to, I had to always be mind my p's and q's when I was in public. When I was doing what I was doing, I had to always make sure that I did it ethically and otherwise. There is a burden that comes with that public face. You feel it, don't you, Jimmy? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, you know, the thing about our TV show and before that, the, the videos, the DVDs that we did that I hear all the time was people identifying with us. Y'all are just like we are at, at, at Deer Camp, cutting up, having fun, um, enjoying what you're doing. But main thing is having fun. And that's what hunting should be. It's, it's, uh, it's a serious sport, but it's also about having fun and enjoying what you're doing and enjoying the people around you. It's very important that the, that we enjoy each other on the show. We don't use a script. We're not a scripted show. And uh, so we show it just like it is. 
and um, and evidently people over the years have appreciated that and enjoy it. So Brad, uh, did anyone ever try to script you? Yeah, I mean, early on when, when we, this was back in the VHS days, when we'd have a producer come out and they'd set up all these lights and cameras and, you know, and they, they would do it like you were doing some kind of production and say, okay, Brad, you say this, Jimmy, you say this, Will, you say this, or whoever was on, we called them porch scenes back then. And we were terrible at it. We're like, you know, you want me to say these words this way? That's not, we, we, I mean, we got through it and we did it, but we were probably their, their biggest challenge dealing with us, a bunch of country guys that, you know, um, but finally we figured out, look, just give us bullet points. Let us tell it the way we remember it and the way it is because, and that's how the show got the name The Truth because it was strictly, I mean, it was the truth about hunting and we showed the misses, the miscues, the mess ups and many times those were the best parts. Wouldn't you say, Jimmy, those are the ones people would oh, yeah. tell us about. Oh, I saw you this at Turkey or I saw you fall in that creek and your gun go water. I mean, because like Jimmy said, people could relate to it. And that's, that's what we wanted to share with, with the world. And we wanted to be a little different and just be us and, you know, be the brand. And like Jimmy said, fun. Our mission statement all those years, one sentence in the mission statement, and correct me, Jimmy, if it's in worded just right, it said, if it's not fun, fix it. Meaning <laughs> something's wrong if, it's not, if you're not having fun. That's right. That that is that is so true. You know, listen. Let me tell you what we do at our camp. We'll uh, we'll go pull up YouTube. We have Wi-Fi, so we're streaming. We'll pull up YouTube. We'll go to the Primos channel. So if you don't do this, I really recommend you do it and click on a show. And what it will do is put Primos on a on a loop now. So you know what will happen is people will be doing things in the camp. They'll come back to it, kind of walk away from it, but it would just be on in the background the whole time. We'll find all of us sort of sitting there at times. I, I, Brad, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday morning up at the Delta, uh, Delta Bluffs, the show that was on was when you were cameraman for Will. Will made a great bow shot on this beautiful buck and it ran into the water and died in the water. And he joked with you that he was going to get you to go wait out there and get it. Of course, he went and wait, waited to get it. But why I bring that up was it, it shows, it, you don't see that normally where there's this camaraderie between the camera person and the and the person who's being filmed. You, Jimmy, you've seen that. You you have this great camaraderie as well. Uh, I'll watch you with Lake now, uh, uh, Brad, and, and your, your many adventures. But it's great to see that, that you know, there's this wonderful chemistry between all of you guys and that the 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 uh, the camera person not a silent partner in the process. He's he's there as as a member of the team. It's it's a great thing, isn't it, Brad? Oh yeah, that and, and there again, that goes back to the truth name because the camp. I mean, you know, I'm not out here by myself, and neither is Jimmy or Will or whoever. And it's a lot more fun to sh share that. And some people want to camera doesn't exist, but we want the camera to exist. And that. I mean, when I go hunting by myself, I appreciate it, but sometimes I catch myself, you know, if it's not much going on, Lake and I laughing, having fun, telling jokes. I mean, it's kind of fun having somebody with you in the tree, isn't it, Jimmy? I mean, coming and going yeah. and doing it. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's a lot of fun, even if it's uh, Lake. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you you're sharing it and uh, you're sharing it with a friend and it, it it's rather than just by yourself and you know i want to bring this up ricky real quick we just got back 
just a couple weeks ago, a week and a half ago from Elk Camp, and it was the whole crew, uh, Will, Jimmy, myself, Lake, Jordan, Troy, um, and just to spend that time in the mountains once again, it was for, and Jimmy shot a nice antelope and we, we shot some elk and just having that, you know, leaving Mississippi in August, early September when it's hot and getting in that cool air and smelling that fresh air. Um, it's, it's as special to us today as it was back on the VHS days, how huh, Jimmy on the phone doing the porch scenes. That's <laughs> it's, right. It's, it, right. The only thing changes is uh, our gray hairs and a few hairs. <laughs> Yeah, Will, Will uh, texted me some photos from there and, uh, you know, you, you guys packing out and, uh, you know, Lake's, Lake's, I think Lake got an elk right off the bat. And I mean, just a, what a, what a great, what a great opportunity is to, to just have a traveling brotherhood and go experience life together. That's a very special thing to be able to enjoy, isn't it, Jimmy? Oh, absolutely. You know, I was watching a movie last night, uh, uh, Jeremiah Johnson and, yeah. uh, Terrific scenes of the Rocky Mountains and the West, and you know the West is so it's so beautiful and it's so different from what we have here in Mississippi. And I and I just sitting there thinking to myself, I've seen that, I've I've enjoyed that, and um, it, 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 during during my job, I have had that opportunity to see all those wonderful things. It's, yeah. it, it, it gives you perspective. I had the opportunity to travel across Europe. I've uh, been to Spain and love Croatia, been all over Montana and Wyoming and, you know, Colorado. But it really helps you when you go do that, when you go see these other places. It helps you really appreciate what incredible, what an incredible jewel Mississippi is. I mean, with some of the best outdoors enjoyment in the world right here in this great state. Hey, when we come back, I want to talk about what are you up to when you're not hunting, Brad, these days? And Jimmy, you know, talk to me about the range and what you're up to these days. We'll continue our conversation with Brad Ferris and Jimmy Primus when we come back after this break. I say three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. Okay. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football. A Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. You know, someone told me really early in my life that the best way to sort of to sort of lead is a lead by example. So I decided that I wasn't going to talk a whole bunch about what this show is going to be about. I guess the best way to do it is just do it and let people see it in action. And uh, I couldn't think of a better show than to have Brad Ferris and Jimmy Primos on the first show because they are out outdoor ambassadors. But when they're not doing Primos hunting stuff, they actually have other lives that they're involved in in these days. So tell me about your business, Jimmy. Well, Ricky, um, you know, Will and I sold Primo's Hunting uh, back in 2007, 2008. And, uh, you know, our roles changed a lot, our day-to-day. -day. And uh, right now, uh, all Will and I do is the TV show. 
uh, and some some personal appearances, things like that, representing the company. And it just, uh, you know, coming from a, a, a job where I stayed busy so, so much uh, over the years, I, uh, I'm just not one that enjoys sitting at home. So I had an opportunity to, uh, along with a, a good friend of mine and partner, to build this uh, this place called the Range. And the Range, what it is, is a, a gun store. Uh, it has a gunsmithing department separate. We also have a indoor shooting range uh, where people can uh, go in and, and, and shoot. We're located right there in Gluckstadt. And um, it, you know, it's 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 building a new business kind of like what I helped do at, at, at Primo's, working with uh, a lot of young people, trying to bring them up, teach them things. Um, and uh, it it, uh, it keeps me busy, very busy, sometimes busier than I want. We're open seven days a week. I'm, I'm not here every day, but pretty much every day that we're open. Um, and it's been a, been a wonderful experience. We've, uh, I've always loved guns. Um, and uh, so it's uh, it's something that uh, I have a big interest in, and it's almost like being at Primos, where the work is almost more like fun than work. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we've been open uh, about a year and a half, a little longer than that, and uh, I've, uh, it, it keeps me busy. I'm I'm 74 years old, and I've had too many of my friends that worked hard all their lives and uh, wanted to retire. Yet soon after they retire, they they passed away, and I think you know being active, being busy, uh, being out in the public is uh, is something that it, it keeps me going anyway. I and, got I got it completely, man, for sure. Brad, what do you do when you're not in front of the camera? Well, so I I left Primos in a full time day to day position in 2012. Um, just because we had traveled so much so fast and, you know, my daughter was getting older and, and it, it just being on an airplane all the time, I just kind of wanted to slow down a little bit and, and do more land management kind of stuff. I got to go over the years to see so many great ranches and properties in the South Mississippi and all the way out to Oregon. Um, and so I kind of started pursuing that a little bit and one thing led to another and I ended up getting my real estate license in 2014 and went to work with Whitetail Properties and um, which that's my my other job now is mainly my my everyday is Whitetail Properties and it's primos is everyday part of the year during hunting season you know when we're doing the show um, so that's what I do just helping people find recreational land and you know one thing about Mississippi that's so great yeah, our summers are rough in July and August can be hot and miserable. But you know what you take, so I kind of went at a different angle. I started targeting people in the Midwest and the North and the West. I said, look, Mississippi is a gold mine in November through March. I mean, the weather is perfect. All the hunting seasons are over in many parts of the country at Thanksgiving. Wires is just getting good. You know, our ruts in December, our waterfowl hunting is best in January. So it's really worked out well. I, you know, I, I'd rather have I'd rather deal with the heat in the summertime than I would that below zero weather in the in the wintertime and all that snow. So um, that's kind of and it's, it's worked well. I got a lot of friends now that have they they come down here and they spend December and January and they bought properties and um, and and just love Mississippi and it's kind of a growing trend right now. 
Well, look, ninety percent of the land in Mississippi is privately owned. So right. if we're going to be if we're going to be true about conservation efforts in this state, we have to we have to include private lands in that in that discussion. And you're helping private landowners kind of maximize their property. Hey guys, well, we're coming to the end of our time together, but I can't thank you enough for spending time with me this morning and uh, and sort of celebrating this first show of, of Super Talk Outdoors. It's been a real pleasure. I, re I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having us with you. For sure. 100%. Anyway, listen, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. And uh, again, thanks to the foundation for their sponsorship and to uh, Brad Ferris and Jimmy Primos for joining us here on this first show. Have a great day and we'll see you next Monday. Mississippi Media Production.